Hello, and welcome to the Dirk Nowitzki episode of the Hoop Theory Podcast, a.k.a. episode 41. My name is Logan Wortman, and today, as always, I am joined by my good friend, Jacob Roth. Jacob, how's it going? It is going good. I'm doing better emotionally than I was yesterday. We're doing this live on draft night, and for those that mm-hmm. don't know, late last night, uh, it happened. Uh, <laughs> it's the day that I've talked about before. As the day that I will cry tears of joy out of one eye and sadness out of the other. But when it happened, no joy was had. Honestly, might have hit double digits in terms of amount of times you've said that exact thing on the podcast. And it's referring to Marcus Smart mm-hmm. getting traded. This jersey's way too small uh, for those wondering. It's like, I'm not going to get up for my embarrassment, but it's very much too small. But I'm wearing it out of... Respect. Honor of the man. But anyway, like just – I'm glad that we didn't do this yesterday because I would not have been able to – well, most people on the internet don't think I can cons- convey my points like a logical person. Anyway, it's totally fine. But I would have been in a terrible place. I would have been way more rambly and gibberishy and just flabbergasted. Does it stink that it wasn't Malcolm Brogdon being gone and we got all the stuff we got? Yes. But – Marcus Smart is the most Celtics player. He's like the Celtic. And, mm. and like people that'll be like, oh, well, you don't. But like, think about it. Like, not disrespectful to Paul George, or not Paul George, Paul Pierce or KG or any of like th- that era of Celtics or like the 90s Celtics was kind of a darkish time. Yeah. Can just consider with. So. How elite the rest of the Celtics history has been. The 90s is not the dream Celtics time. Oh, yeah. No, there was some really, really bad years in there. And in the, before the the big three got together, too, in the 2000s. No, they, I think it's some... the year before the big three. They won 24 games or something like that. Yeah, like they, it was really bad. Um, But then, like, Marcus Smart was nine years, nine seasons Nine playoff runs. He joined a 24 team Celtics. Or was it 24 twice? That's crazy. I want to. Anyway, he was a sixth, seventh overall pick, Oklahoma State. Just kind of this. He's just evolved into this like giga human of like <laughs> just what Boston is and tries to be. And it just hurt a lot to see him be gone just mm-hmm. like that. And Brad Stevens, it was always like a question if Brad Stevens actually even liked Marcus Smart. Like just like in term, not as a human because that's not just as a strict basketball perspective. And people yeah. thought he they did that he probably doesn't like him all that much. But uh, nine years, nine playoff appearances, five Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I think I I heard a uh, hundred and eight playoff games. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, uh, and it's just it's just a lot to just be gone. For mm-hmm. this is I saw somebody tweet it out, and everybody's like. Well, why is like Celtics Twitter was like, I'm this is the worst thing that's ever happened. And the rest of the NBA was like the Celtics fleeced the crap out of everyone on that trade. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's just what and it's because of the like what Marcus Smart was. And everybody's like, well, this was a 
dangerous heart and soul, trading away your heart and soul to the team, and I get that. But then yeah. also, the thing that always came into question was this team's like heart and like drive anyway. So getting it's just interesting. It'll be very interesting to see how we move forward. But Marcus Smart, people are saying retire his jersey. That's crazy because of just Boston has already overdone that. Yeah, There's already sure. too many numbers you can't use. Yeah. And I'd mm. like to think that by the end of it, you probably won't be able to wear zero either. Probably by the time things are yeah. said and done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it should be like a nobody wears 36 for a while, but yeah. I, I don't think it should be a retired. Yeah. Like while I, Brad's GM, nobody wears 36 or some or whatever Brad technically is president of basketball. Whatever he is, technically. Yeah. If it was a normal team, like in any other team, oh, really. Absolutely. If it was Charlotte. Yeah. Rafters tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, I've, I'm looking and I am aggressively thinking about my first game in TD Garden going to be when they play Memphis for the first time next year. Mm-hmm. Because it'll be a game that'll mean a lot to some people, but not the whole world. Yeah. Uh, because that'll just be insane. Because mm-hmm. I've never seen like, when Tom left and came Brady, Tom Brady came back. Like there was some, there's not going to be a question on whether he will receive like he could hit a game winner, three dagger at the end against us. And people would just like not boo. They would just be like, you guy. I wonder if he gets in a fight with somebody on the, on the Celtics in that game. That'd be interesting. Like that, that doesn't sound surprising. Not saying that I would predict that. It but. does, but I don't know who it would be. I that's mm-hmm. what I I don't like because I he was a big part of what kept that locker room through the the ups of and the struggles with from what I have heard obviously I wasn't in the locker room Marcus Smart was a huge part of that like mm-hmm. glue that kept this season kind of going until it set properly further on down the year mm-hmm. but in I the could, past he has been the problem mm-hmm. you know so I don't know. I could see him being kind of like a Pat Bev, though, in that way, where, like, as soon as he's not on a team, he looks at that team as like, but it's a little bit different because Marcus Smart, like his, the Celtics is like his entire career, you know, all that he's, uh, probably the majority of his basketball life really has been like with the Celtics almost. And, uh Pat Bev has moved around from a lot of different teams, so it's that's different. But like what I was saying was Pat Bev, you know, when he gets onto a different team, when he faces a team that he just was on, he's like extra feisty. Like he's, you know, um, really comp- – he turns that competitive switch on to where he's like, yeah, we were cool, we were friends, but now we're, you know, like opposition with each other. So with that, I guess we could get into – I don't know if we want to start talking about the draft stuff because that's going to be starting here very soon. Or if we want to jump into some of the other insane things that have happened <laughs> over the, the last day or two. Um, just because I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of fun with the first pick. It's Victor mm-hmm. Webanyama. Like, that's yeah. not. Also, Breaking shout out to Victor Webanyama for having a. Or maybe because of Giannis, everybody's like gotten ahead of it. I hear very few people mispronounce his last name compared to Antetokounmpo. Like people struggled with Antetokounmpo for forever. Yeah, I think it's a harder like Antetokounmpo is definitely a harder name in my opinion. But I also I, I still hear a lot of people say Winbayama. A lot of people do that. Winbayama. 
but I, I guess and maybe onto Dakumbo doesn't sound like you're choking when you mess up so bad. Yeah. Like when you mess up onto Dakumbo, it was like extra T's and K's, and it was just brutal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people um, that just they, yeah they'll like just drop the the second M and go like win by Yama instead of win Ben Ben Yama win Ben Yama. Yeah, or, no, be, that's an N. Anyways, we don't have to go over the spelling of his name. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so Chris Paul has moved teams. He's on the the Golden State Warriors. Me and Jacob texted about this a little bit. Um, I think most people's reaction to this has been like, this is a weird fit. Um, I agree with that. It's definitely a weird fit. Uh, some people, like I've seen more people than just you go on about like the the size of it, like having two point guard sized people. It's more the um, defense. Offensively, I'm not questioning whether Steph Curry can figure out how to be anything. You know what I mean? In terms of a, of a guard spot, it's just the defensive side where I'm like, I just, you have two guys that you have to treat as a, like a, just a weak, not weak, but just a, a anyway, you, you were going to explain it, but it, that's, it's the defensive side that confused me more about it than anything. Yeah. Um, being just undersized, but like at the same time with that, undersized backcourt like you have the two guys there that are the undersized guards are on the higher end in terms of like if you have to have a backcourt of two six three and below guys like who would you choose them to be Steph Curry and Chris Paul are pretty high up there in that regard like defensively being able yes. to hold up for that size Davion Mitchell um, being the 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 premier who you yes off night himself Mm-hmm. Exactly. Chris Paul, who knows how much he'll be able to keep that up at this age, but you know, he's multiple times in his career been an all defensive guard. Uh, and Steph Curry has been uh, like, you know, teetered on being like a real positive defender through a lot of his years in the NBA, despite like him being the real, like the who gets primary. Hunted. Yeah. The guy who gets hunted on that defense. Um, But yeah, so I, I see that problem in it but i think even the bigger issue or not at least the bigger thing bigger question mark i guess i'll call it which is just the stylistic clash Uh, like i said to you it's like almost rust to the lakers level of like a offensive stylish stylistic clash where like the way that the the gold state warriors play is a very distinct style of basketball that is very different than almost any other team in the nba i think Sacramento and Denver a little bit are the only teams that have come close to playing similarly to them. And that's like, you know, they're very high octane motion and like uh, just off ball actions going on. Uh, The ball doesn't really stick with anybody like Draymond probably handles it the most, honestly, uh, for the most part, just because he does a lot of handoffs and he gets the, the ball at the top while, you know, somebody's running running off some hammer screens and, and cutting to the basket. Draymond's the guy that has the ball in those situations a lot of times to make those decisions. Um, so putting Chris Paul in that place, I could see that working. But that's different than the way we've seen Chris Paul run offense his entire career, which is, you know, the way Chris Paul has always run offense is uh, he walks the ball up the court for the most part. He takes time getting into half-court sets uh he's you know he's a really good decision maker that's why he's made uh, the career you know his career what it is um and he's he that's one of the reasons why he's the like the only player 
that's allowed to do that. You know, like when a player of his caliber comes in and it's like, okay, we're going to have to change our whole offense, change, uh, you know, the Suns went from being one of the fastest teams, fastest paced teams in the NBA to being like bottom five slowest as soon as he got there. And, you know, for a guy like that, you're willing to do it because he can get away with it because of just how good of a decision maker he is, kind of like a Jokic from the point guard position. Um, but then but on yeah, the flip so, side, Steph is the guy that you would do the opposite for. Be willing to like – it's never happened, obviously, because he's only been with the Warriors. But like if Steph were to go somewhere, they'd be like, okay, let's speed it up. Let's let him run around as much as he wants, get him off ball. Yeah. Like, you would do mm-hmm. the opposite. So it'll be mm-hmm. – yeah, Steph, Steph's powers are unlocked at their highest when he's able to just get off the ball and and relocate really quickly. Like, you know, just all the Steph stuff, you know, the stuff, the stuff that he does. Um, but yeah, the draft, it looks like, is starting here in a second. I don't know when the pick will be in, but obviously it's going to be Victor Wenbanyama, who we were mentioning earlier. Um but I've like the thing about this draft is it seems like it's really, really deep. Like I heard some people uh, throughout this week talking about just the sheer number of guys that you could argue would go number one some other years in the past 10 years. Um, oh, like there's at least a handful. There's at least five or six, honestly. Like I, at first I thought it was just the three, like Victor Wynn, Brandon Miller and Scoot Henderson. Um. But the Thompson twins, honestly, both had of them had are a big pusher. When people have really started looking at them, they like, oh, these dudes in any other class would be wild. Yes. Yep. Anthony Black, right, right after them, um, kind of like Alonzo Ball esque player. Um, Jarris Walker is another guy that's supposed to go really high. Uh, Cam Whitmore. Um, but yeah, the Thompson twins, I've been watching a lot of this past week. Uh, this is probably the least prepared I've been for a draft in a while, just because like, I feel like it was just because I was so locked in on the nuggets this entire year, because ever since like the beginning of the season, I was preparing myself for a championship, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and it lasted all the way till the end. It when like other years, I feel like I've, with Jamal being injured, you know, the past two years, I feel like I've just kind of moved Not on. Checked out, but you were you were past it a little bit. Yeah. Well, and and even then, you had an extra, usually two weeks to like oh, look exactly. ahead to the draft because like you weren't watch you were watching every game, but it wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, I, I tried to really fast get myself uh, more familiarized with this year, it, especially what makes it hard is like I like to the past several years, for those who don't know, I've been trying to keep track of basically being the ghost GM for the Nuggets, like make my own picks on where they have their picks in the draft and then like keep a record of that so I can look back on if I was right or not, basically, um, like on who they should have drafted. Um and so this year we have three picks. I don't know if we'll use all three of them, but we might. So I've had to prepare myself to get to know the players around the late first round, early second round range. Uh, so that's what I've been doing for the most of this week when I haven't been editing and doing other stuff. But um, yeah, so Jacob, 
Have you watched any of the Thompson twins? Do you know at least which one? Do you have a preference between which one? Because I hear that's uh, like a common debate that it's not a consensus on who is the better twin. I think it's what you need. Mm -hmm. I think that's like, because like we've said it, that going almost all the way in the, any of the guys in the top five hypothetically could be a top pick in a lot of these past drafts that we've had. It's just what you want. Cause like I saw, I was listening to the emergency uh, Bill Simmons episode that they did. And they said this line about the draft that I think for nuggets, uh, Celtics, Sixers, kind of any, I don't Those are the three teams that our group kind of watches, but Mm -hmm. in that 20 to 30 range, this is kind of pivoting off what you said. It's a lot easier to find value when you're a good team because you know what you need. You're like, yeah, that's true. We are going to need this. Who's the best guy to do this? And you don't really care about age or anything. Because you just need him to, oh, what is his skill set right now? Can you Mm -hmm. get 10 minutes a game for us in a playoff scenario? That's all we need you to do. You're not trying to dig and find this changing the face of your franchise, anything. I don't have a pick between the two. I don't know enough either to feel like aggressively. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I'd probably mix them up when I say which one, like, oh, I like the one. (laughs) And then I'd be like, wait, no, that might be the one. So it's, uh, yeah. Also my favorite, well, I'm watching the draft here and it says, uh, the team needs, and it said starting point guard for the Spurs. And they're just Wemby. It just, it just is wild to think that that's the world we live in where they're like, Oh, a need they have is a point guard and they're going to take this just seven foot four (laughs) crazy. Yeah. It just, he's the best out there. It's not a question, but it's just, it's, He's probably going to run point guard for him to a certain extent. Not oh, point yeah. guard, but he'll he'll be a ball handler. It's just crazy oh, to for think. for sure. For sure. It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. No, it really is. I I honestly can't wait to watch Spurs games next year. Like, I just hope, I hope so much that he does not get injured before they start playing like Chet Holmgren did, you know? Um, not yeah. that I was like that crazy into wanting to watch Chet Holmgren necessarily, but Victor Wembanyama is just different than anything we've seen before. Well, no, but th- what's even crazier to think is like uh, a couple episodes ago, actually probably a good 10 or 15 ago, we broke down our like teams to watch, teams that we like to watch. And the Oklahoma Oklahoma City Thunder were down Chet Holmgren and they were still like, I Top think the two. Sec- yeah, I think because I was like, please. I ended up, I think because we like, you gave me a team and I gave you a team and we went back yeah, and forth, but uh-huh. um, it was down to the Kings and the Thunder. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that's just crazy to think that they were down the second overall pick. <laughs> yep. And they, and were, they still were still that fun. fun, that fun to watch. Um, and mm-hmm. the Spurs, I think were one of the first teams gone. If, if not the first. Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. Um, they were one of the first. Wemby will flip that just alone, which is crazy. Yeah. But uh huh. Yep, just because you want to watch him play. Um, he does things on a basketball court that, like, I'm sure people have seen it, but, you know, the putback dunk that he had on a missed three. I don't know if you saw that clip a while yeah. ago. Yeah. It's, like, to even think about doing that is, I don't, I, I don't know if anybody's kept a record of that, but I doubt that's ever happened in an NBA game where someone has gotten their own miss on a three-pointer and without touching the ground, dunked it. <laughs> I don't know. It might have like the only person I can think of having a play like that that I've seen is Vince Carter. 
but he it wasn't a three pointer. It was like around. It was like a short mid range jumper. Amon Shumpert. Amon Shumpert. I don't know the guy that could, but I don't know if he has. Yeah, Uh, that's no. It was. It's just crazy. Yeah, pick is in. Uh, did they use know. the whole clock? I wasn't watching. No, I'm. It, it just said the pick is in. I I don't know if they did. I'm not. Also, I want to look at Twitter, but I don't. Well, it doesn't matter. It's gonna be. Oh, the team needs thing. It says their team needs are one Victor Wembanyama, and their other team need is starting point guard. That's what I missed. <laughs> okay, that's what yeah. I mixed up because I was like, that's weird. I was like, I wouldn't run him like as a point that aggressively, but. Yeah, that's just funny though to have Victor Wembanyama as one of their team needs. <laughs> well, I feel like pick a. Is there a team in the NBA that this is an interesting topic because it's it's him going one, Jokic. Who else do you not trade what's, to get? What's the question? Vic, oh. Who else do you not trade to get Victor Wembanyama? Yeah, if you're a team, um, Jokic. I think definitely Jokic is in there. I think Luka. Luka is in there. Tatum. I think Giannis is in there. Giannis. Because it's an age plus like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I know. Yeah. Are we already out of names? Is it four? I think ooh, Steph is – I think you tr- – Steph's older than people give him credit for. Yeah, I know. But who knows when Steph is going to slow down, you know? Like he might still be at his peak right now. That'd be wild. That'd be wild to think we still have like a decade more of Steph Curry being <laughs> Steph Curry. Yeah, I mean he hasn't slowed down. De- like he had some injuries a, a couple years ago, but but um, people he just lost so much time at the beginning that people like n- didn't lose time, but he just was. Yeah. Anyway, two thousand nine draft, right? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So. Yep, they just announced it. Victor Wembanyama. It's pretty crazy. Um, I wonder if anybody placed a bet on that, even if they won like a tiny bit of money. <laughs> oh, no, I saw it was if you put $60,000 down, you won 300. Wow. Um, that that's, that's some wild stuff. At least you, it's free money, you know, I guess, <laughs> um, that's yeah. You get taxed again, I think. So I don't know if it's that oh. worth it, but. Do you, like it? Would you end up losing money? And I don't overall? know how it all works. Hmm. Maybe. Or do, I. I got. I. I'm not enough of a sports gambler to yeah. know the. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so now this is kind of the draft starts. It for all in all intents and purposes, it's like actually starting now. Mm-hmm. And so at the second pick, we haven't talked about this enough. Brandon Miller has been what every analyst and every. Um, you know, insider has been saying is going to happen, but like Vegas. you said, yeah, the gambling odds slipped. I don't have that up right now. If I don't know if it's changed again, it or was not. last I checked. It was minus three eighty for scooped. Yeah, but at the start of the draft, I was just listening to Woj on the on the panel talking about how, according to his information, it's still Brandon Miller that Charlotte's taking. Yeah, and it, odds wise, it's still scoot minus three eighty. Really, so um, that's interesting. They're going against each other. And then also, it, uh, you, I'm sure you saw the whole Brandon Miller uh, dissing Michael Jordan thing. That was wild. That arguably yeah. put, send him to fifth. That was in Paul George. And I'm not saying that Pacers 2014 to 2016 or 13, whatever that span of Paul George was not. One of the just 
an all-time great stretch of a guy's career. Mm-hmm. But to say, you know what? I'm not going to take LeBron. I'm not going to take MJ. I'm not even going to take Wilt. Paul George. I'm taking my uh, Yeah. When he said that, I think he's saying that it's just like the guy that he looked up to the most, but he should have. It was just a dumb way to answer the question because like they asked, who's your goat? And he's like, oh, well, my goat is Paul George because that's the guy I model my game after. And it's like, that's just a a crazy sentence. That's a crazy (laughs) sentence. Yeah. Um, But I, I saw some stuff saying that like he's just trying to tank his draft position because he doesn't want to go to Charlotte. Like he's just oh. trying to like, he, cause he said some other stuff about Michael Jordan, like how he's old and needs to lace him up to like, cause he would beat him or, or something like that. I don't know. Oh, That's crazy. Uh, well, I, I would have thought being an almost accomplice to murder would have drafted like potentially done a lot to hurt your stock. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, but I uh, I saw also Tate Frazier from The Ringer. He was like – he put out a tweet that was like, I don't know if this is the like best strategy to tank your way out of going to Charlotte or it's the best strategy to like make sure you get drafted by Michael Jordan. <laughs> That's – because if anybody would out of principle be like, I'm not going to own this team for much longer, but uh, put the uh-huh. shoes on, young man. Yeah. Yeah, because it is still Michael Jordan making the – the decision here. Um, but he's moving into the minority ownership. So he'll still be an owner, but not the, uh, the big guy calling the shots, I guess. Yeah. He'll still be around. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see, I don't, I, I guess Woj will break stuff before anybody else does. Cause that just will he's not doing that year that this year, apparently. Oh, cause they have him on the panel. Yeah. I heard him on, um, Ryan Rosillo, I think it was. He yep. was on somebody's podcast recently, like last week. And he was like, this year's first year. I'm not doing that anymore because it's like I've he's been on the panel the past few years. But he's like, it's always such a hard thing to juggle where I'm trying to be on TV, but also trying to like get the, the tweet off as fast as possible. Yeah. And he's like, it really doesn't make matter that much, like getting the tweet off because you're going to hear it right, you know, here in a little bit. Yeah. So. Um, well, I think it, it ruined the the experience. Value, yeah. The, 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 value the, the NBA draft. draft was the worst draft in all of major sports mm-hmm. by far because of the just no exactly between yeah, Shams and him, and it became like an arms race, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he he recognized that, so he's like, yeah, I'm just not going to do that anymore. I'll just give my my insider information on the panel, and that's it. But. Uh, did you see Jeremy Sohan with the purple hair coming up to dap up Victor? No. <laughs> Are you watching? Oh yeah, I've, uh, I've got it up, but I'm yeah. I'm I'm watching via a stream on the internet, and we might just be in different places. <laughs> okay, so somebody uh, did sp- uh, another draft odds for Victor fourteen thousand five hundred dollars, and they made one hundred and forty five dollars total. Jeez. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, I, I guess it's free money though. Unless it Yeah. Like you said, it's it might have some weird tax stuff. But and if but ever no, that, you if you made a habit out of doing stuff like that, eventually it's gonna actually be wrong one time. You know what I mean? Like trying like where you're like, oh, this will definitely happen. Just putting money on yeah. it. Yeah. 
And like, then one time you'll be out like 60 grand and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not exactly a great, uh, risk reward ratio there. Yeah. Oh man, that's crazy. They've got the uh, AT&T center in San Antonio packed. They were, mm-hmm. they were already, they were, they were ready for the, the Wemby train. But, uh, as like another thing that is, I think is going to be very interesting. Pick three is when the world could explode. For sure. With, like the Dame thing. Cause like there's been multiple reports of like teams are just kind of sitting there, like watching and waiting to see what, how Dame reacts with what the, uh, the Blazers do with three. There's yeah, like, dude. uh, the ringer updated their, their mock draft like live, like I, since we've started recording, uh, and they have scoot at two now. Oh, really? Yeah. So, and then the thing that also is interesting to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, uh, mine still was, says Brandon Miller. Yep. It was Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller is going to Charlotte. So the. Oh, oh, yep. He's on the phone. He's on the phone. The pick is in. Just kidding. It's already official. Um, But the ringer for me still says Brandon Miller at two. Unless it like once it happens, they like re-update it. I don't know. Oh really? Maybe I need to reload my page. Maybe it's changed twice. Oh yeah, it did. That was weird because when I first opened it, it said Brandon Miller at two, and then it said Scoot at two, and now I just refreshed, and now it says Brandon Miller at two again. It's kind but of this will this will be interesting. What do the Blazers do now? Because if they're sitting here at three, getting Scoot, I think they trade it. I think they do. They trade down to how far? Well, I don't know if they trade out of the pick, like to another pick, but they trade the pick for a player, most likely. Yeah. I I don't think it's to get other young guys because Dame doesn't, like the Portland thing right now is they don't want to get younger. Like they want to get more like ready. They they want to play now. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. They want to win with them. Also, what I – this is like we kind of touch – not really. The guy that I want more than anything, and it doesn't make any sense. I've just always liked him when he was in college. Uh, I don't want to say his first name wrong. I think it's Jamie. I think it's just Jamie. No, Jamie Jack is Jr. Jamie Hawkins Jr. Yep. from UCLA. No reason – just, just would love to name. have a more Celtics green. No, oh. how he plays. He's just kind of a guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, really a high IQ like basketball player. He's he's an interesting guy. But uh he's like 6'6, six, six, but he like has a post game. <laughs> but he's also like aggressively like a it's it's very interesting what he does. Mm-hmm. Very high IQ is a good way to put it. But um yeah, no, this is gonna be a very this I've never felt less prepared for a draft in my entire life. Now that I'm yeah. really thinking about it, like trying to do this now, this is weird. Okay, so then also, how does Charlotte go through a whole this whole thing? Brandon Miller runs the two. Um, I mean, why why the two or the three? Uh, he, three? He's what well, he could be two through four, really. He's six nine, but I did not realize he was six nine. My brain yeah. has heights flippity rippity round. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. The like his main comparison is Paul George. Like that's like his main comp. Um, oh, and so Brand- that's why he's Brandon Ingram. Go. Brandon Ingram is another comp that a lot of people have given. 
So that's the type Everybody, of player. Everybody uh, is like, he's he doesn't seem very happy to be uh, wearing the Charlotte Hornets hat. Yeah, no, he does not. See, this is um, what was the it was the Zion year where like dudes were crying at the at the couch interviews every time and thanking their parents and mm-hmm, that was a great draft, yeah. In terms of that, and then Victor, Victor was and crying, stuff. yeah. But no, it'll be but, it'll be interesting. Is it? Oh no, it's not it. I thought the pick was in, but it was a. I got lied to. I got you. Mm-hmm. This has got to be Scoot, but I'm sure even if they do take him here and there's no trade announced here i feel like there will be in the before the season starts um, like they take scoot and send him somewhere or like if they don't have a trade if they don't make a trade here that's announced take the here, best value and then like those like they're drafting scoot regardless because that's <laughs> who you draft here you know yeah unless i guess i could see amen thompson going here maybe like that's like a, a very small maybe but Pretty positive they're probably just going to use this pick on Scoot, and but I I would bet that they would uh, try to move him because uh, to get value elsewhere. Is a men the smaller one? I think they're the same size. No, one Six. of them is like five pounds lighter. Hold on. Oh yeah, it, a men is is lighter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. He's yeah. the uh, he's the people say that he's the slightly more athletic one. And he um he's like the better passer. Those are like his two main things that he he has over Asar. Asar is supposed to be a lot more polished. And so defensive. He's like a, yeah, a lot better defender. A lot more focused in, I guess, d- defensively. Um, and the more consistent shooter, which neither of them are great shooters. But in a perfect world, someone puts them on the same team. Just because I would love that story. Think how cool yeah. that would be. Yeah, so Magic could get him at six and eleven if if that would happen. I doubt that will, will happen because it both of them are, are going to be that gone. That would just be that would do it should be cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they that they would just be like, we're going to run it at the the two and the three. Mm-hmm. The Tom. A lot of most people, most draft boards I've been seeing today have a man going at four and a Sar going at five. Well, and that makes sense if you have like this guy to put next to uh, Jalen Green. That would be mm-hmm. fun. That would just yeah. be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then and he's Detroit's got just a pit. Detroit would just be a pit of sadness. Of just guards. They have just too many of them. Not too many, but they have a ton of them. They're yeah, just collecting Jaden guards. Okay. Uh, I, I could see on a, Killian Hayes, French legend. Yeah. Killian, <laughs> I, I feel like I could see a starting lineup. It looks like they're announcing the pick right now. Um. Oh, and Shams did the broke yeah, the law. Yeah, it's Scoot. It's Scoot. Um, but yeah, so I, I feel like I could see a backcourt or you know the point guard, shooting guard, small forward lineup in Detroit next year with Cade, Jaden Ivey, and Asar Thompson. I don't like. There's no reason that wouldn't work. They're all big. Like Jaden Ivey's the smallest guy there, and he's like six four. Um. And we, I mean, we have guys that are six four playing the three. Like that's not an uncommon thing, in in today's NBA. Like the Heat, we just watched the Heat. Like they have Cody or Caleb Martin as the four in a lot of lineups sometimes, and he's like six six. So, so then, um, also it looks like that there was never really a thought to take 
uh, Scoot with uh, that was just the like second smoke. Pick. Scoot yeah. was never going to go too. It looks like that's it what was I had heard. Almost always going to be Brandon Miller across the entirety of the Hornets franchise. They see him as a perennial All Star type of player, which yeah. you hear that every year of guys like perennial All Star. Mm-hmm. That's that is an. There's only so many of those. There's not a lot of those. Uh, yeah. There's definitely not one per draft class. So, yeah, there might be on average. Like, there's probably, there's definitely some draft classes with zero, but there's some draft classes with like multiple. So, it might average That's, out to like one. Maybe it does average to one a class, but, uh, yeah, that's true. Dude, that's true. Scoot, Scoot is a, a tank. I feel like he, he seems bigger than he is. He's listed at 6'2, 195, but he looks like he's no. He doesn't look like a basketball player, I think is the... He looks like a football player, yeah. Yeah. He's also, I think, wearing shoulder pads. For those that aren't watching the draft, he's wearing a... So, like, you know when your car just... It's, like, just frosty enough that, like, there's some parts of frost on your windshield, but the whole thing's not a sheet of frost? Yeah. It looks like he's got, like, these icicle frost formations on a black suit. It's kind of spooky looking, but he has these giant shoulder pads in his, his little suit thing. You must be a lot like really far behind mine because I'm seeing on highlights like, of him the playing highlights. basketball. Yeah, yeah. But um, honestly, I've never realized how difficult this was. Like we've done like live before where we're talking. It's way harder to like actually do a, like a, like an actual proper talk podcast while it like imbibing the 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 draft itself. Yeah. Which I figured, like once we see like the picks come up, like that's what like when, when we'll stop. But like in between that, we'll just be filling time. Yeah, not necessarily sure. filling time, but like talking about the stuff we want to talk about. You know. So then another thing, Scoot went to the Blazers, and I'm just I just want to know what what. So do you think a damn thing happens tonight? That's what I thought Zion might get moved. A lot of people thought Zion in this like around pick three might find his his new home. Because there's oh, been yeah. a lot of reports that Zion won't be a Pelican after tonight. So Zion to the to the Blazers. I don't know. Wow. I don't know if that's what it was, but like that, the Blazers pick would send people to just start doing stuff. Yeah, and we, the whole, we aren't the seeing all, the Zion rumors. I was hearing was Zion for the Charlotte pick at two, but it could be for three also in Portland. Which that I mean that would definitely be a win now type of move for Portland getting Zion Williamson. Um I've also seen <clears throat> some Paul George uh news or some those Paul George. Came up, rumors. I saw those come up uh later. Yeah. So Paul George for the third pick or either Paul George for the third pick or Paul George for Anthony Anthony Simons and Shaden Sharp. And then they use a third pick to go get somebody else like Bam Adebayo or Macau Bridges, which I feel like they would probably get more than Macau Bridges or Bam Adebayo with a third pick, but uh, maybe not. That's probably around the similar value. Um, but who knows? So yeah, Scoot to the Blazers. I don't know if we'll see that actually happen or not, If see him in a Blazers jersey, because the other option – would be to move Dame, I guess. Because which, I- for the sake of like wanting 
Dame to finally, I think Dame, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I feel like Dame going somewhere else. The thing, this is kind of pivoting back, like, to the draft or the picks that we saw. Pause. The trades we saw a couple days ago, the Dame next to Jimmy Butler feels like a better recipe for success than a Brad Beal with the Suns. Like, if Dame wants to go win something now, going to Miami, like, I just don't know why that never was like a thing i just i just does i mean why it, does it still want to be in portland i don't i just don't get that really oh because he just wants to be like he's made his entire brand of like Around who being he like is. this loyal uh, guy exactly that like so he's what, kind, he, but he can't do what Giannis did because he's not as good as Giannis. he's a great basketball player but he's not Giannis. yeah but i I've he's heard also some, sorry go ahead i've heard some interviews with him it seems like he he's already content he's already like made peace with like he might never win a championship with portland but he's still satisfied with the career that he's had and will continue to have for the city of portland for for the trailblazers um so if that's all he wants and that's like what he's happy with uh, i can't you know you can't really blame him but um i wouldn't be surprised either though if he did end up going somewhere else, get, you know, getting traded to uh, Miami or something like that. That wouldn't be like the most shocking thing, but I feel like I just kind of tend to lean. I, I feel like he'll probably stay with Portland just cause that's what he's all about. That's what he's always talked about. So, um, and there's, there's definitely some avenues Portland can take to improve uh, that. That's, I feel like one of the things that is going really overlooked, like with people that, they're not really talking about that very much on what they could do. I mean, I, I think they have, if I'm not mistaken, they still have Jeremy Grant under contract. If not, then he's a free agent right now and they definitely have the cap space to, to resign him. Cause I don't, he's not going to be getting a bigger deal than the one he was just on. Um, presumably at least that the similar concept to what, how I felt with Chris Stapps for Zingas, but apparently there was some notion of him. He was expecting to get, um, hit that a same lot of money. Yeah. But yeah, also, that looks like they're picking a men, a men Thompson to the Houston Rockets. So that's just been kind of, it's been, we, we kept saying, Oh, this would be a super crazy. Dr-. Nope. Just chalk. Shooting so it down. It's just chalk. And mm-hmm. this is where the chalk changes depending on where you look. Cause the consensus top four has always been like pretty much this order. In terms of analysts, analysts always had Brandon Miller two, Scoot three. Just was Vegas that had Scoot going two. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, and like got, all year long, it was always Scoot number two up until the last couple months, really. But yeah, uh, but then ever since got, the lottery, ever since we knew that Charlotte had the second pick, and then this is where some people have um, the second Thompson, Asur Thompson going now, mm-hmm. but then some people have him dropping like to closer to ten. Not that all the way down, but like he moves kind of all over depending on what you're looking for. Anthony Black is a name we might hear here. Um, mm-hmm. And then the U- UCF kid, uh, Hendricks, is another name that yep, I saw Taylor made a push Hendricks. near the end. But yeah, we'll have to see. Hey, just want to take a quick break from this episode so I could tell you guys about how I just launched my new Patreon page. If you don't know about Patreon, it's a great way for people to support creators with a monthly subscription. Becoming a Patreon supporter can even come with a few perks. 
like early access to new episodes and getting special shout outs on the podcast. I've recently started working part time at my job so I can focus more time and energy on the podcast and YouTube channel. So any support would be massively appreciated and it helps me towards my hope of making this my full time job someday. So if you want to help support me in that, please head over to patreon.com slash hoop theory. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash hoop theory. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. All right. Nothing else has happened. Nothing. They're just still preaching about amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I'm just kidding. It's a man, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, he has one of the most mispronounced names in this draft. I feel like I've, well, I think it's cause his name is the, like just a word that almost every human being knows. Yeah. But the thing, the way I hear it said so often is amen. Instead oh, of I'm trying to say it like a name. Yeah. It's just yeah. amen. 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 Like, yeah. So it's like, it's still the, uh, instead of a, but the emphasis Men. is on the second syllable, not the first. But like everyone I hear, like J. Kyle Mann, Kevin O'Connor, like every all the smart basketball people, everybody says amen. But every time I watch interviews with him, he's he always says amen. So like it, it's still like a little mispronunciation thing that I feel like a lot of people just don't even re- like notice. But that's something that kind of annoys me. Um <laughs> I feel like I would I would get annoyed by it if that was my name. But okay, these Bobby Marks team needs are hilarious. Did you see what it is for the Detroit Pistons? No, I did not. <laughs> what was it? Healthy Cade Cunningham. <laughs> Wing depth and a healthy Cade Cunningham. Yeah, I just saw it now. That's funny. <laughs> like what? Yeah. The pick is in, it says. Um, oh, it is. Yeah. We must be around the sound, same spot now. But yeah, I, I'm guessing it will probably be Asar. Um, that's what the Ringer draft board still has. Um, also, everybody's clowning on Grady Dick uh, out of Kansas because he's wearing what? this like... Have you seen what he's wearing? Oh, no. It's red okay but like an just a very aggressive red like jericho sims i'm sure you it's, don't it's, remember what he wore on draft night but. no it, it's like a christmas ornament is what people keep calling it okay let me let me i need to look this up so i can find yeah, it see. it's it looks like it is going to be a sar Oh, oh, okay. You could have done a little bit more descriptive job. I said Christmas job. ornament in red. You didn't say that it was like full of glitter or whatever this is. Or it almost looks like it's covered in blood. <laughs> I did see somebody say that Grady Dicks look like a period. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like a bloody napkin. But like there's no white left. It's completely soaked. Oh, That's a gross looking outfit. <laughs> But I kind of respect it at the same time. Yeah, some pictures it looks like a Christmas ornament. It looks like glittery. And then other pictures it looks like it's dripping. Yep, there's a SAR. A SAR went five. Yeah. Um, I I was hoping that they would mix, like they would switch up. I heard like they were saying, they were joking before oh, that- the 
in an interview before the, wrong the draft. The twin would go up. Yeah, that they would switch their suits and the wrong twin would go up like for the first guy that got drafted and then, you know, they would switch it up. But it looks like this is the real SR because he's the one with shorter hair. Um, See, that's, that, that's cool that like they were like, that, that'd be funny. That'd be fun. That'd yeah. be, that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, cause he had, they have him listed at 6'7 on here. But yeah, I think he's 6'6". Six, six. I think draft. they're both... Well, Everything else lists him at six six ones two eighteen and ones two fourteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what uh, I've seen too. Which is wild, just to think that two people grow and lift and do all these, just have a bunch of life happen, and yep, just the exact same. So, who do you see up next? We've got it'll be magic on the clock. Um, I think so. Everything I've seen, at least, uh, is going Anthony Black. And I think that makes sense because he's like a, a you know a bigger guard, kind of like Alonzo Ball or um, Lamelo Ball, that type of guy. Um, so it'll be interesting. Like Magic, I feel like they've got a lot of young guys. It's kind of confusing there, you know. Uh, but at the same time, I think getting a guard that is big enough to play wing is important because I do like what they have there with. Um, like Jalen Suggs and potentially like it, one of the trio of Jalen Suggs, Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz. You know, I feel like one of those guys would probably work out long-term with them. Yeah. Um, so having Anthony Black, a guy that can handle point guard uh, duties, but also be a good defensive player that's, you know, got some size to be a defensive wing uh, that provides that kind of versatility. Uh, that will be important. So, and they also have a pick at eleven. So, I also like what he does defensively. Mm-hmm. I think that's also another thing is like, uh, defensively he's going to be the best in that like guard room by kind of a lot. He'll be a, he'll be a net positive on the defensive side, um, which will be nice. And the Magic are just weird because there's a lot of guys you feel good about, but I don't feel good about the Magic yet. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Paolo, uh, Wagner, Franz. Franz. There, yeah, there's just a lot of things to like about the Magic, but it just is interesting that it doesn't seem bowl, that they... Bowl. <laughs> the legend. Yeah. But yeah, I, I honestly think we could see... I You know, last year was kind of the year that everybody was like, oh, we'll see the Wait, Magic what? break up break out or what happened to the dad of the thompsons yeah oh, i'm not sure oh this must be his brother oh it's his brother okay because like on the in the first couch interview they had mom dad uh amen amen yeah. see i'm messing it up now because i'm getting my brain um, amen 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 yep. and now it is mom brother asar mm, they have an older brother they just yeah. shifted it up on me. Yep. I can't wait till we get to um, the Nuggets. We haven't talked about the Celtics at all for their like draft pick because they in that Marcus Smart deal. Oh, that's why get- they won the draft. The, the trade by a lot is because of the two first rounders they get one this year and then one next year. Yeah. Um, I would since Malcolm Brogdon is. It sounds like the injury might have been like a problem that would prevent them from shipping off Brogdon at all for yeah. the future this year, potentially, mm-hmm. um, which I'm confused. Why? Like the Clippers, did they just have to like Google Malcolm Brogdon 
to know that he has like a problem with injuries. I just, I don't know I, how you were like, yeah, let's do this. And I know that he was like fighting stuff. So maybe it's worse than they thought it was. I'm guessing but from they what probably I talked to they some team doctors or something. They didn't get a physical or anything. Like, yeah, it but, wasn't even a physical that shut it down. It just was like, yeah, but they a physical, decided. a physical only happens after a deal is yeah. like kind of made the, it was probably preemptive. Like they, Anthony black just got picked by the way, but it was probably preemptive. Like they just, um, called like team doctors, you know, for, for the Celtics and asked them like what the scoop is or what, you know, the, yeah. his current status is something like that. But yeah, Anthony black going six. So this is very boring so far. Um, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's fine. But uh, yeah, I still feel like we'll see. Obviously, there's never been a draft where once you get like deep into the lottery and and beyond that, where it's like chalk because obviously Things nobody knows at that way point. Different. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at 25, I don't know if you've thought about that at all about potential people you would want to see your green team, the well, green the th- machine. So right now. I would be okay with like wing depth, a forward depth, like a, a three, four type of guy somewhere in that ballpark. Cause they're rookie. You don't expect him to play a whole lot. I don't necessarily have like a name in my brain, like mm-hmm. that. I can like really think of. Yeah. Uh, I guess if I look at the ringer, who do they have? Uh, uh, the Marquette kid, Oliver, Max Pence, Prosper. Um, one person, I've also already talked about UCLA. Uh, I'm going to say his name wrong again. I hate names. Names are the Hemi worst. Hemi Hawkes? Hemi Hawkes. Mm-hmm. Um, just because watching him in March Madness has always been fun. Uh, but in terms of like a – I'd prefer that like forwardish area, but also like it just going and getting a like a, a point guard aggressively, but there's no real great point guards in that area. Mm-hmm. Like there's that are really like not – like the the point point guards are gone or will be gone. Yeah, so kind of um, what I was wanting too as a for the twenty ninth pick for the Nuggets, but there's not not a whole lot to pick from there. A sneaky one later on in the draft, not right away. Like this is like at the end of the Celtics trade and do some weird stuff. Amani Bates is an interesting prospect as a good team. <laughs> I yeah, I could definitely see him as a Nuggets pick, honestly. Just as a good like. Obviously had a lot of tools in the toolkit and things did not go great during his time in college. Yeah. And so he like a lot of that. I mean, his own fault, (laughs) but absolutely. But like, Mm -hmm. it just could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, a lot of people are calling him like a six, eight uh, bones Highland. Oh, like he's like. But even more, like more so scoring heavy than because Bones is actually like a really pretty good passer. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't know that, but uh, Imani Bates' thing is like he takes like way more shots per like possession than anybody else <laughs> in this draft. Um, so that'll be interesting to see how okay, he adjusts so- to an NBA team. Side note do, Are the Nuggets allergic to drafting people with like? Normalish haircuts. Um, Michael Porter Jr., Christian Brown. Did I say Nuggets? Aiden I meant Watson. Magic. 
Oh, okay. Because I, like, I feel so like confused. Alfred Payton had, had the crazy hangover. And it's not even the afro. Like, the afro is normal. It's just this, like, big blonde patch of the afro. Yeah. Uh, They just have a lot of unique haircuts down there. They do. They do. I don't know. People about are probably active. gonna be like, "That's a racism," but like, not even like the like the <laughs> afros, whatever. It's just like the big blonde. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's definitely kind of weird, uh, for it's sure. It's iconic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I don't know if if they have any other players on there with crazy hair right now, but I just feel like the, in my brain, I like more often than not, I think, oh, that's kind of a crazy haircut. Yeah. And it's always a magic guy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. This is a surprise. Bilal Koulibaly just oh. went to the the other French guy. Well, there's a lot. Actually, there's a, we haven't talked about that, but there's a lot of French prospects that are probably going to be drafted tonight, like, like at least four or five. But yeah, this guy is supposed to be like a, you know, this was a, defensive this is, wing. Um, But this is like a, Wemby's like, you're sleeping on my boy. Yeah, he played for the same team as Wemby, Mets 92. But he was like, because I think that Wemby was like, he should be picked second overall. And nobody was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But, um, oh, that's crazy. He was 5'11 in 2020. He's now 6'8. Yeah. <laughs> that's like Anthony Davis numbers. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, but he's supposed to be like a pretty rangy wing. I, I Yeah, 7'2 wingspan. Supposed to be a lot of people have, have compared him to OG Ananobi. Um, okay, and that's being compared to OB, OG is never a bad thing. Yeah, no, not at all. So definitely a very Raptors esque pick, but he got picked here at seven, uh, which most people had him going in the late Ten. lottery. Yeah, yeah, later lottery. Mm-hmm. A lot of people thought he was going to be at uh, that pick for the thunder which was 12 yeah but yeah the pacers got him honestly i like that fit because pacers pacers just it seems like a team that don't have a lot uh, my guy o'shea Brissett is probably going to be affected by this because he's going to be at the same type of position probably um but yeah they still have miles turner there still have buddy healed uh but yeah it'll be interesting to pair him with the young core there which is Tyrese and Ben math so yeah very interesting I think this is I I just off the top of my head I think there was like four or five French guys that are supposed to be drafted which is I don't know if that's a record but is it because everybody's watching Wemby games and they're like wait there's actually some dudes in this league that can hoop I don't know I don't know what it is but seems like more French guys than any other country there's a Serbian guy uh, that will be potentially somebody that the Nuggets could draft because he's supposed to go in that same kind of range. Because the Nuggets, I don't know if I've said yet, but we have the 29th, uh, the 29th pick, the 32nd pick, and the 37th. But yeah, there. so there's not a lot of guards back there. Amari Bailey is a guy that's around that range that's a guard. But there's, yeah, there's not a lot of guys in – not, like the guards that are there aren't guys that I'm really gravitated to at all. I somebody that I really would like honestly is Chris Chris Murray. Um, I totally forgot his brother's name. That's in the NBA. His it starts with a K. Also, Pacers trade. 
Pacers the trade. Pacers traded Bob Colby to the Wizards. And the Pacers. Oh, uh, but are... Bilal. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's brutal. He's sitting on the couch talking about being excited to be a Pacer, but he's not a Pacer. He's a Wizard. Yeah, most likely. Uh, it looks like. Oh my goodness, they're telling him on the couch? Oh, really? oh no, no, no. Okay. So I'm listening to the audio and it cut to their like panel. Yeah. Okay. So the Pacers are going to be taking Jarris Walker. Is what Woj said. Because they're taking Jarris Walker with the next pick? At yes. The Wizards are? Yeah. Or whenever the Wizards are. What's their pick? Next. Yeah, it's trading back a pick. So, but I'm guessing they're getting more than just that. Yeah. It's probably a, uh, a second round pick or a future first, something like that. But Keegan, is it Keegan? Yeah, Keegan Murray is who I'm trying to say. Oh, for the, yes, Keegan for, Murray's in the, with the Kings. Yeah, with the Kings. But his brother, Chris, well, his twin brother, actually. I didn't know they were twins until recently. I knew they yeah, looked exactly Keegan, the same. But Yeah, because Keegan like had a really nice year, so he went out a year early, but Chris yeah. stayed. Mm-hmm. And then didn't disappoint, but kind of didn't do the best. I, I've heard the main oh. thing is, well, he he had a really good season too. I've heard the main reason he's so far below where Keegan was supposed to go is because this is, number one, this is a more talented draft class. And number two, he's very old. Like he's a junior, but he's going to be 23 before the oh, wow. season starts. Yeah. So he's a lot older than... That, I think that's hurt his draft stock quite a bit, but he's he's still projected to go in the 20s. Yeah, Jairus Walker. Wow. Well, this is wild. Mm-hmm. Not that wild, but it just seems so, weird. Yeah, th- there was a slight mix-up or a slight, you know, um, surprise. Shift. Because I, I was expecting Jairus Walker to go at seven to the Pacers, but then they ended up taking the French dude. And um, Okay, so the Wizards did take Jairus Walker. Yeah. But he's but going th- to the Pacers. But he's going to be wearing a Wizards hat still. Yes, because that's how the NBA draft works. Which is wild. Yep, that's why, you know, that game we play every episode, that it always tells it you. It's very confusing. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. they have to do it like that. Because the NFL doesn't work that way, does it? Nope. Why, is is there just like the NFL, you can just make, dra- like make uh, trades official, like instantly or something? Maybe. I have no idea why. Because I think the th- reason why the NBA doesn't do it is because it's like, oh, you can't actually make the trade official official on draft Until night. later. Yeah. Because the only time that I remember like a guy getting drafted and then not playing for that team was Eli Manning and Phillip Rivers. Oh, really? Eli Manning was technically drafted by the Chargers. Or Drew Brees and Eli Manning. But that happens all the time in the NBA. Like Vince Carter, Antoine Jameson, uh, Yeah, Kobe Eli Bryant. Manning was drafted by the Chargers, and Drew Brees was technically drafted by the Giants. But, like, they never... Drew Brees never played for the Giants. Eli Manning never played for the Chargers. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a really common thing in the NBA, though. Uh, for some reason. But, yeah, so... They always have to. Everybody's wearing the same, the the wrong hat on draft night for the most part. Like Luca, Luca and Trey. That's why yep. Luca's draft photo will forever be him wearing a Hawks hat, even though that trade was made before the pick. The picks. Yeah. 
So um, it's kind of dumb, but I, I even wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if the picks that the Nuggets have tonight will not say that they're the Nuggets picks, but we all know that they are, you know? Oh, they might be shown as, as the Nuggets. It might have been made official enough at this point, but sometimes I've, I've seen that. Like the where Celtics pick might not I say Celtics. It might oh, not. Duh. Yeah. And this is also weird where it's like what the TV says and what like their actual paperwork says is who knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's how they have to do it on the draft show, like on the screen behind them and how, yeah, like what hat they put on, which is just dumb. I don't understand why they continue to do it this way. <laughs> but yeah, Chris Murray. Oh, he's listed oh. at eighth best available on uh, Jay Billis's board. But yeah, hopefully we get. A, a shot at him, to this be honest, at 29. What were you saying? Alone. Jairus Walker sitting on the couch alone. Oh, yeah. I'll sit with you, Jairus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess moving forward to pick nine uh, with the Utah Jazz, I think we could see Taylor Hendricks going here, just Cam Whitmore, Derek Lively, um, I think we're getting into the range where it wouldn't be that surprising to see a, a Grady Dick pick. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, just for clarification, if anybody's living under a rock and, or, you know, just in terms of paying attention to basketball, there's a player in this draft whose name is Grady Dick. I think we talked so, about him already, but he's okay. So his outfit is red because Dorothy wore them red slippers. That is a quote. That's what Grady Dick said. His 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 suits red for. It's okay. like them red slippers because Dorothy be from Kansas, and he he also be from Kansas. <laughs> really? Well, at least the for college, but. Oh, he's from Wichita. So, yeah, shout out to Grady Dick. Yeah. Living the dream. Yeah. Uh, Christian oh, and Brown now they're just so beat. bored that they're just going to do a Wemby uh, highlight flash instead of showing Utah Jazz information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this will be an interesting one. Utah is another team that's, like, full of young guys. Uh, it's kind of a mess. You know, they don't really have a team need. It's more just, like, draft the – best like most talented person yeah um, but I'm, i don't know what um bobby marks has on there as team needs though i don't know if it's flashed that up there yet did you know that scoot was also a twin Mm-mm. but his twin is a twin sister oh okay that's interesting yeah we failed to mention that this is the first time like we've already saw them come and go a man in a star thompson uh, this is by far the the highest drafted brothers or twin or whatever in an NBA draft before. Oh, um, I think the highest, like I, I guess I don't know what the what comes in second, but I heard before the draft that there's never been two brothers both drafted in the top ten of the same draft. And they made top five. Yeah, four and five. So pretty wild, honestly. You know what would be fun? Do you want to play our game and just kind of react to – because I kind of want to – I want to at least finish the lottery 
end the episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, so do you want to just play our game and then at, like we'll just be watching the screen <laughs> and, and sure. talk about the picks as they come up? Sure. One thing, uh, though, I think that we could talk about a little bit is uh, like we touched on the Brad Beal thing. Do you think that what has been the biggest move in terms of making a team like a better championship contender so far this year? So you've got Brad Beal to the Suns, KP to the Celtics, CP3 to the uh, Warriors, Warriors. or uh, Jordan Poole to the Wizards. Wizards. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, My favorite is I saw a tweet. It was someone who was like, uh, get ready for 30 points or 25 points a game from Jordan Poole. And then Rod Harper was like, but he'll lose 55 games. <laughs> um, Probably. Or do you think Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies is sneakily maybe going to be like the next step for that team? What do you think I the biggest know. like? I'm really surprised at how easily they let go of Tyus Jones, knowing that John Morant is suspended for 25 games next mm-hmm. season. And um, so I, that's like going to be didn't interesting. They realize that Tyus Jones was probably the reason that they didn't have these giant hiccups when Jaw wasn't playing. Exactly. And they're like, it was nice before they had like, they had like two guards they could play behind Jaw with, because they had DeAnthony Melton also. Now they don't have either of those guys. So I guess it'll be Marcus Smart running more point guard in a Grizzlies jersey for yeah. quite a few games here. But yeah. Taylor Hendricks has been the pick. Utah. So Cam Whitmore is sliding slightly farther down than where most people had him. I think every place that I saw has had Cam Whitmore around eight. So, Hey, just want to take a quick break from this episode so I could tell you guys about how I just launched my new Patreon page. If you don't know about Patreon, it's a great way for people to support creators with a monthly subscription. Becoming a Patreon supporter can even come with a few perks like early access to new episodes and getting special shout outs on the podcast. I've recently started working part time at my job so I can focus more time and energy on the podcast and YouTube channel. So any support would be massively appreciated and it helps me towards my hope of making this my full time job someday. So if you want to help support me in that, please head over to patreon.com slash hoop theory. That's patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash hoop theory. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. All right, we are back to play our random NBA player generator game where we give some clues about some players and uh, have to guess them. So that is what we're doing. And I'm ready. Your first player is six foot five and weighs 200 pounds. Six, five, 200. And this is an active player. They played 65 games in this season. Okay. Six five two hundred. Um, this seems okay. I'm. I thought Dante Divincenzo at first, but he's six four. Um, man, I just gotta say somebody. I'm gonna go with Reggie Bullock, but I know it's not him. No, it is not him. This player is from Edmond, Oklahoma. Is this Austin Reeves? It is not Austin Reeves. Uh, Dang it. This person is 29. He's 29, 6'5", 200. 29 years old. Is this like an all-star? 
No. Can you give me the conference that he's in? Currently West, but has mostly he's been playing in the West. Just the West. Okay. I don't know why so, I made that confusing. He's in the West. <laughs> yeah. He's played okay. in both conferences, but he's in the West. Somewhat of a journeyman. Bounced around. So he played with his rookie team that drafted him for three years, and then he one year, another like he then he's he's just been jumping teams um the past three years. Or since twenty twenty, he's bounced between teams. On what team year was he drafted? Two thousand and fifteen. Yes, 2015. Hmm. Second round pick. Can you give me his jersey number? Zero is probably what you know him as, but he's also worn more than that. <laughs> he only needs to collect the Nuggets stone to be have played for all three of Yumi and Anthony's teams. If it's like an Infinity Gauntlet from uh, the those uh, Marvel movies, mm. formerly John. a Sixer and formerly a Celtic, and formerly a Miami Heat player, that is draft, very true. That's, drafted that's to Miami. Drafted to. Yep, Josh Richardson. That is who it is. I Jay was, Rich. So he he's been more in the East more, hasn't he? Uh, three years like with Miami. Oh, I guess just the four of his or four of his three of his last four have been in the West, and that messed with my brain. Oh, because he's Pelicans right now. Apparently. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew. Yeah, I knew he was on because I thought he was going to be like this great thing with Ime because Ime really liked him and they worked together well, and then he didn't work that well and got sent out pretty early for Derek White to the Spurs. He was the Derek White piece, mm-hmm. Buffalo Soldier. I apologize, Jay Rich, aka Slim. AKA JR. Hmm. Yeah, with Miami, by by the end of his his time with Miami, he was potentially like people were talking about him as like a borderline all-star. He has fallen very far from that. Yes. But he's still serviceable. Player. I also think he was a what I'm gonna try and start coining as a role all-star. Hmm. Like he was like in what he did, he was an all-star, but he's not an all-star. Yeah. The Case same way that Wallace. Drew- just got picked at oh, 10. Going to Dallas at 10. Yeah. So that means that Cam Whitmore is has continued to not be picked. There's a lot of people asking for the dick to come to Oklahoma. Stay close to Kansas. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That would be good. Yeah, Cason Wallace is that, – that was a pretty big jump from at least where the ringer has him at 16. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of interesting because I was thinking – like I really liked how the ringer had uh, Derek Lively as the projected pick at ten, just because he's like a uh, rim runner, lob threat, rim protector guy. Um, that'd be like a really good guy to pair with Luca. But so, but this appears that he's not going to Dallas. He's actually going to OKC. Hmm. Because it appears that Davis Bertans. Ginger Legend, formerly known as a, a war a wizard, is going to the Thunder for pick ten. That's it. I'm, I'm sure it's the Davis Mavericks Bertans are trading the number ten pick and, and Davis Bertans to the. Th- it's got to be and twelve, right? 
and Casey oh, Wallace. I see what you're saying. So the the Mavericks are are trading Bertans and ten to OKC in exchange for twelve and something else. I'm guessing another draft pick or a player. I'm not. I'm not seeing the twelve. Well, they're trading to OKC, are they not? Yes, they're trading back. No, they're OKC's trading up, so it's probably flipping twelve. So it's probably the Mavericks are all I see from Woj is the Mavericks are trading number ten and Davis Bertans to the Thunder for the number ten pick, number twelve, ten pick. That's all it said. Maybe Woj. Didn't you just say been, they're trading ten and Bertans for the? That I just read Woj's tweet. I have no idea. Say it. Maybe, then but, say it one more time. Because that doesn't the make Mavericks any sense. The Mavericks are trading number 10 and Davis Bertans of the Thunder for number 10, sources tell ESPN. Okay, well, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> I know it doesn't, and I'm confused. But Davis Bertans is a Maverick. Okay. Right? He was. Yes, yeah. He played, he's so on the I'm Mavericks I'm assuming roster. you're right, and it's for 12. But to move back and give more, maybe it's future. Well, yeah, no, have... it's, for, it's for 12, but there's got to be something else besides 12. Like, But the thing is that... Yeah, his tweet confused you because it makes zero sense <laughs> that they're trading the ten- how can you trade the tenth pick for the tenth pick? Yeah. <laughs> OKC is sending number twelve and a TPE to Dallas as part of the trade, so I- Dallas gets off the Bertrand contract. Yeah. Okay. So a TPE—that's a trade exception. Probably. I just read. Yeah. So that that's like something that teams can use in a deal to make th- the money the work. The Celtics had a great one and then never used it. Yeah. They had like a massive one with Evan Fournier and then never used it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they still, even if they never use it, they still get that money, basically. Yeah. Like they, it gets paid out Mavericks. To them. Are dumping Davis Bertans, who got paid a ton by the Wizards, for those that don't know. And it gives them a lot more cap flexibility to pursue a free agent. Kevin O'Connor says, Draymond Green question mark? Mm, that would make sense. All right, we are back. And uh while Jacob was gone, something insane happened. Jet Howard jumped all the way up from like the mid-20s, where he was projected up to Juwan number 11. Howard, Michigan legend? Yeah, his son, Jet Howard. Oh, yeah. So he just and got he, picked 11 to uh, the Magic, Orlando. Why? I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, he's a, a good shooter. Um, I know that he has some, like, guard skills, too, at, like, 6'8". So like, he's a good if, prospect. He's a guy that I was really hoping would fall to 29 for the Nuggets. But, but instead, he uh, just yeeted himself to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> it's good for him. Exactly. It's a way bigger yeah. payday being in the lottery than No, than yeah, not. for sure. Definitely is. But yeah, this this is shaking some draft boards up for sure. Uh Cam Whitmore has still yet to be picked, which de- he's definitely the biggest talent on the board still. Um but you know, he, his main flaw is he kind of has like the Jalen Brown problem with uh, not being super adept with ball handling or passing, mm-hmm. but he's cause he, he kind of has like tunnel vision when he has the ball, but uh, he's really good shooter, really good defender. 
uh, great size. He's like the same size as Jalen Brown, really. But yeah, so let's do another round of the game, honestly, if you don't yeah, mind. Yeah, so I've got uh, name number two. All right. I'm ready. They are 6'9", 214 pounds. Hmm, 6'9", 214 I'm going to go with Darius Baisley. No. This man's name has been said a many a time on the podcast. Uh, they This episode? No, no, no. Just in, in the history of the podcast, we've said his name kind of a lot. Is um, active player? Yes. Um, he is... I don't think th- this probably won't give it away. I just will avoid it. Um, he is was the 41st overall pick in the 2018 draft. 2018, that was the Luca draft. 6'9", 214. This is interesting. Um, Often when he comes up is because of my like love affair of this player. Like a big fan of the guy. Big fan of his brand of basketball. Really, man? Mm-hmm. Why? Why does this ha- game have to be so hard sometimes? Like, it seems like the, the clues you're giving you say me. The name you'll be like, yeah, exactly. Duh. I hate these yeah. because, like, it's like the clue you're giving me should be something that clicks with me, but it's just not. He played um, his college basketball in the Southeastern Conference. SEC, um, Alabama. Is it Alabama? It is not Alabama. Okay, I was thinking There's not a single Alabama basketball player I like. Herb Jones, you don't like Herb Jones? I hate. Her. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, let's see. Probably not Texas. Texas is an SEC yet. Oh yeah, it never was. I don't it know why my brain will did be that. next year, but it's not right now. Yeah. Um, what else is SEC? Kentucky. So it's Kentucky probably because that's where everybody. That's Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 6 9 two, 2018 draft. The 41st pick from Kentucky. Trey Lyles. Nope. I don't know where Do he was I picked. seem like. Also, or, have we ever said Trey Lyles on the I podcast? know. That's why I don't know who. No, this would, guy you know. He's played for. I mean, I know Trey Lyles too, and he goes. He was picked by but, the Nuggets, I think, but I don't know what pick he was though. What picked by the Nuggets? This player was picked by the Nuggets. Okay, it wasn't picked by the Nuggets. It's a stupid NBA thing. But he was never picked played by the Nuggets. Yes, I think. I don't know the exact details on this individual's life, but <laughs> was a Nugget, but said they were drafted by a different team. In 2018. Oh, he was a Nugget, though. Wancho. He was a Nugget. No. It's not Wancho? It's not Wancho. It's a guy that you probably wish was still a Nugget. Oh, and I think Jared he's... Vanderbilt. Jay <laughs> yep, Vando. Vando, the Vandalorian. Dang. Yeah. The Vandalorian? That's a nickname on there? That's a nickname, yeah. That's great. Man, that made me mad. Why did I not think of Jared Vanderbilt? <laughs> man i knew like the six nine two fourteen. i was like i that sounds super familiar 
I've definitely seen that before, like on 2K or something. But, okay, the pick is in for Oklahoma City. Derek Lively. So this is probably, okay, yeah, that's exactly what I thought. So this guy, Derek Lively, is probably going to the Mavericks. Yes. Because um, I thought they would pick him at 10. So it's the same thing that happened with um, the Pacers with Jairus Walker. Um, except there's a pick between them instead of it being right back to back. So Derek Lively, uh, he's probably going to Dallas. And then who did Dallas actually take at 10 again? Uh, they took um, – I have the tweet right in front of me. Carson Wallace. Jason Wallace? Jason Wallace. I added an R in my brain. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So Jason Wallace to the Thunder. That That makes some sense. But just like a lot of these teams in the lottery, Thunder, they're another team that just has a lot of talent, a lot of young talent at a lot of positions. So in, like in my brain, my basketball brain, where I'm like, oh, where do they need somebody? They don't really have a place where they need somebody other than like a true center, really. But like, I don't know if they want that <laughs> at the same time because they're pretty forward thinking. They got Chet. So, but yeah, uh, I think that Derek Lively is going to be good, <clears throat> be a good fit with Dallas, though. Uh, be like a lob threat in the pick and roll with Luka Doncic. Um, who knows if Kyrie will still be there or not. Will if he'll resign, but that's to be determined. Um, do you got another player for me? Jake? I do. And this is on accident. Um, you'll figure out why it was on accident here shortly. Six two two oh five. Russell Westbrook. No. Significantly younger than Russell Westbrook. Big Ten basketball legend. <laughs> That's not really, but kind of. They played their college basketball in the Big Ten. Significantly younger? Like he's like... Was drafted post-2015. Actually, in fact, wasn't drafted, but their NBA debut came in 2016. Wasn't drafted. 6'2", 205? So he's a big guy. Like a big... Big for being 6'2". Yes. Is he like a defensive guy like a defensive point guard not not necessarily kind of a little bit can you give me the first team he played for the san antonio spurs oh trey jones nope or uh wait tyus yeah trey so it's not nope that is not they also were not big 10 alums if i'm not mistaken Oh, that is true. The Jones both attended Duke University. Yeah, 6-2 for the Spurs. Is he still in the league? Uh, he, he only played 25 games in 22-23. His peak year was probably 2021, where his name was the most relevant name. Can you he give me the played, team he played for then? The Bucks. This guy was undrafted. Played for the Bucks in 2021. He was 6'2". It was not Eric Bledsoe. 
Um, played for the Bucks. 2021 was when they won the championship. Six two. Oh, Javon Carter? No, he went to West Virginia. Man, this might be like literally the worst three in a row <laughs> that I've ever done. Um, six two. Would you like the like a like a kind not a huge hint, but kind of a big hint? Not a big one. Just give me a, like more hints, smaller ones. He played two stints for the San Antonio Spurs. So he got he went back there. Is that where he is right now? No. So he's he right played now? for. Minnesota was the last place he played. And this is why I said that it's going to be like, didn't realize that I accidentally had picked two connected players. Two connected players. Unless I'm remembering wrong. Big 10 legend. Six. Not actually. I just said that he just played for Michigan state. What draft was he in? Uh, it would have been, I th- think, the 2016 draft. He's also played for the Nuggets before. <laughs> oh. I didn't realize he was that young. How young is he? 29. So how is that significantly younger than Russell Westbrook? That's like two year, two three years younger than him. Russell Max. Westbrook's first year in the league was two thousand eight. Yeah, but he's not that much younger than him. He's only my brain doesn't go. It just sorry, sorry, years in the league. Yeah, he's only. I get you. I was just thinking of young guys this whole time. I couldn't think of anybody. But yeah, sorry. Bryn Forbes, Bryn Forbes. Yeah. So who was he, he part of the to? Vando trade going to Minnesota as well or not? He might have. I thought they were. That that's sounds, why I was like, I, I think he was accidentally. I, I that's why I was like, they, I accidentally <laughs> gave yeah. you this like directly connected. Yeah, I think Brady he was. Dick is a raptor. Yeah, he is at thirteen. So he wore the perfect suit for it. Yeah, actually, it'll go great with his hat. Yeah, so it actually looks kind of nicer in the in the lights, but yeah, some of the pictures look just gross. Of that thing. That suit that he's wearing. Oh, and he's got the black pants. Yeah, he's got full Toronto colors. It's like he knew. <laughs> yeah, man. I always thought he looked like a like a Dr. Seuss character. Just in, in human form. <laughs> Do you agree? A guy I wearing a suit a like bit. that, I feel, I feel like I can't, we, I can't say anything mean about him. You know what I mean? When he's, when he's I feel that like he confident. just kind of did. I, I think know, he just kind of did. I know, but I'm saying no. I'm saying like it's no matter how mean it sounds, like it, it, it's you can't be mean to a guy that wore a suit like that. Like he's that yeah. confident. You know what I mean? Like I'm not worried about him having his feelings hurt because <laughs> he obviously doesn't care what people think. <laughs> yeah, he's a, also the stereotypical white guy. Three-point shooter hustle guy. That's all he does. That's not all he does. Obviously, he's a lottery pick, but like he's really good shooter. Comically, by definition, Mm -hmm. what like a white guy in the NBA is now. Yeah, he's just tall enough that it's not like only shooting. Yeah, he's he's kind of like a Kevin Herder, maybe. (laughs) 
where he can red handle velvet, baby red velvet the red comes back yeah wow well um do you want to do a nfl player sure we'll mix things up given some dynamic games okay i'm gonna give you there's one person out of the six that it gave me that i don't know so i'll do that one okay um let me get his name typed in to Google so I can pull up his pro football reference and give you some info on him. Uh, so he went to school at Florida State. Ohio State? Florida State. Oh, Florida FSU. State. You had, we, had an, we had an audio. Florida State football players, Jalen Ramsey, but you definitely know who that is. Yeah, I, um, I didn't know he went to Florida State, but I know who that is. Um. Jameis Winston, you know who that? I'm trying to think of guys that you don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's a defensive player. Defensive player, Asante Samuel Jr. No. Um, Do you want another clue? He's six two two fifteen. Six two two fifteen on the defensive side. That makes him a cornerback, probably. He's a strong safety, safety. Strong safety. Derwin James? Yep. You don't know who Derwin James is? No. Am I, should I? Arguably the best safety in all of football. That's wild. Uh, when you said you <laughs> didn't know who he was, I was trying to dig deep like... Uh, I knew who the like, other people were that you said, Jalen Ramsey and, and Jameis Winston. I know who they are, but... Th- that's crazy. That's cool. I guess now I know... Wow. That's yeah. wild. What are the other names? Or not other names, what are the other... Uh, like if you um, do the things for the other guys. Do you want me to give you to him? Give them to you? Sure. Yeah. All right, so I'll start with this. The next one that... that Like I've heard his name, but I know this guy the least out of I know like out of the rest. Um, so let me get his up. So this guy went to Utah. Utah. Utah football... Oh wow! I just don't know. I'm just trying to think of guys. I need to. Okay, uh, Zane Beatles. No, he's an offensive lineman. Um, okay, this guy's five eleven, one ninety five. Alex Smith. No, that's probably. He's a defensive back. A... More defensive backs from Utah. He was born in Fontana, California, which is Los Angeles, basically. Defensive um, that you would know. I I don't know if I really know. I just feel like I know his last name is the only reason. Like his his last name sounds familiar. Like I've heard it before. I'm blanking. I can't think of anybody else. Six-time Pro Bowl, though. Two-time All-Pro, one-time Super Bowl champ, and he's on the Hall of Fame All-2010s team. Oh, so this is like not probably a current guy. Oh, maybe not. He's 38. Then no. Oh, his last year was 2021, but he played zero games. Eric Weddle. Yep. Okay. 
now that my brain went past guy that's playing. Yeah, Heracle. I should have. I should have figured that out. No, first. that's okay. It's okay. My bad. I just assumed all these guys were active. The next guy, um, I guess the the next four are all equally known to me, really. Um, so I'll just start with one of them. Jordan Hawkins went fourteenth to New Orleans. <laughs> Grady Dick choosing to attend the biggest night of his young life dressed like a terrible, a particularly terrible Moldovan rapper who sold the family's successful dairy farm to fuck a mixtape. Whose, whose tweet is that? Uh, Mark, just Mark Deeks NB. I don't even know if it's like a, it just sounds like just like a random guy. Mark yeah, Deeks. That's a great tweet. You should <laughs> save that. Um, <laughs> All right, so your next NFL player. This guy is still active. Um, okay. At least he played last season. He played last year. 12 games. Um, and he went to the University of South Carolina. Jay Davion Clowney. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Hawkins, UConn. Did you already say that? Oh, yeah, I, I already said that. It was right when you were That'll saying be the Grady good. Dick thing. Oh. Yeah. I yeah, I feel like Jordan Hawkins is going to be good anywhere. He's probably the best shooter in the draft. I loved watching him on that UConn run, which I got right, by the way, in the uh, bracket challenge. I picked UConn to win it all. Um, But the next guy is a... He, so he went to Michigan State. Lede, and, Le, 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 uh, Levante Bell. No. But he this guy's also still active. He's played for... Kirk Cousins. Yep. Correct. Two more. This, this NFL generator is not very hard. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it always gives me a lot of people I know, which is not normal. Like You would think that... I wouldn't well, know fact, most of the, the people. Okay. No, the fact that you don't know who Derwin James is explains to anyone listening that you don't super know NFL, which is fine. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like literally, like I would argue the best strong safety in football. Yeah. Maybe I you. two. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um all right, so this next one, it, I I know this guy because I've had him on my fantasy team. I feel like I knew him before that too, but I've had him on my fantasy team multiple years. Um, he went to Alabama. Oh, that does not help. It, yeah. that, that's that, that's like Kentucky? saying Duke or worse because there's 11 probably, guys on the field instead of five. Yeah, probably um, more like Kentucky, honestly, than Duke. But um, Derrick Henry. Yep. You just guessed the correct oh, one. Okay, because you said fantasy. That's like the yeah. – because a lot of like the big Alabama guys are like – um. I guess Julio Jones, maybe. Uh, but you said fantasy, and that was the big, the yeah. big tipper. All right, so this last guy went to Cincinnati. Travis Kelsey. Yes. <laughs> it's Travis or Jason Kelsey. Those are the only two that would really be. not okay. Not only, but like but in like, terms of if you know who they are. Yeah, yeah. It, That's true. That's very true. 
All right, give me a couple more NBA guys because this the NBA one seems to be a lot harder. Yeah, uh, I just got a Frank Mason, Nico Mannion, and Thon Maker as my random. Three. That would have been amazing. Uh, this one's pretty good too. I think actually we've already used these people. I do remember because I had to pick one of these people. Equally iconic trio. We'll start easy. Okay. Oklahoma for the college. Austin Reeves. Oh, sorry. Uh, n- no, I forgot that I have to do yours different. Uh, they. I. Trey Young. Off. Yeah, Trey Young. I was like off the brain. I'm pretty sure they're six one, but. Yeah. Yeah. Which might it's be Trey overshooting Young. it. <laughs> You're. It gets. In, it's not infinitely difficult. It gets just more difficult after. After, after Trey Young. Yeah. Yeah, that one was easy. Um. Six seven two fifteen. Um, Kevin Herter. No, it is not Kevin Herter. But that means something. No, or... it just I you just I thought you just did that shot in the dark thing, and I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Um, this player attended Kentucky. As a basketball player and a student. <laughs> yeah. Um, PJ Washington. No. It's not right. Kobe Buffkin just went at 15. To Hawks? Yeah. Cam Whitmore be sliding. He really do. Because we were officially out of the lot, or is it 16? 14, 14, is the 14 yeah. 16 teams aren't lottery teams. Yeah. Um, this player is widely known as a little bit of a bust. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot what. So, 6 7 2 15 from Kentucky. Um, and I said PJ Washington. So, this guy's known as a bit of a bust. A bit of a bust is the way that, like, the jury's still a little bit out, but he's definitely not going to live up to the hype. Some of the hype was because of where he got drafted to, because this place is notorious for expectations. Oh. But a little bit of a bust. Okay, what place would be notorious for expectations? New York, Philly, Boston, LA. Was it one of those teams? Yes. Kentucky, 6-7. Was it the Knicks? It was the Knicks. And do you remember your first guess? First guess was Kevin Herter. Kevin Knox. Kevin Knox. Mm-hmm. Or like definitely yeah, not definitely, a top ten. Definitely a bust. Yeah. <laughs> no, the jury's still out. Give him time. Let him cook. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the last one, I'm not going to give you the height. Cause that will be too big of a clue. Yes. Either way, it'll just be way too big of a uh, a tip. Apparently their NBA career is over already. Didn't Are they notice. on the tall end? Yeah. Taco Fall? It is Taco Fall. 
already nice. done. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that they already just had. Also, do you know what Taco Fall's full name is? Oh, no. El Haji Taco Serenge Diop Fall. Wow. He's from Senegal, right? Yes. Dakar, Senegal. Dakar, yeah. Attended University of Central Florida. Yes. Didn't know that. So he's listed at 7'5", probably? He is 7'6", 311. 7'6". Wow. 3'11". Jeepers. Yes, yeah, so here's another French guy. There's two in the top 10 on Jay Billis's best available. Uh, Ray, Ray and Rupert. Um, or Ryan. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I think it's Ryan, though. At least that's how I'll, my brain reads it. And then um, the other one is City Sissoko. Um, from UConn. No, he went to G League, maybe. Let me look at that really quick. G League. Yeah, he went to the G League. G League Ignite, Ignite with uh, Scoot Henderson. But yeah, so City Sissoko, French. <laughs> There's uh, and yeah, Ray and Rupert was the other one. So. That'll be interesting. I, I don't know if this will be a record in terms – I'm sure they probably said it on the broadcast at this point, whether or not there's like a record-breaking amount of countrymen from not the U.S. or Canada or something like that. But Because I don't know what else would – what other country would have that many, really, outside of those two. Australia yeah. has quite a few sometimes. Mm-hmm. With last year, honestly, or two years ago, with uh, Giddy and – Technically, I think Lamelo was Australia. Oh, was it? Yeah, but... kind of. Yeah. So there's two. So that's more than yeah. more than one. <laughs> that is true. Kyrie is born in Australia because uh, his dad played in the NBL, and then somebody else. Oh, Ben Simmons, obviously, is from Australia. Matisse Thybul. Yeah. Anyways, this is kind of. Uh, teetering out so I kind of wanted I was hoping maybe we would have enough to get us all the way to when the Nuggets were picking but I don't know if that will happen so yeah. you might just need to catch up with that when when we do it um, or next episode you know on Sunday so it's not a long wait for the people yeah but I'll make sure to write down like document i mean the past couple of years i've just doing been doing it with myself in my head so i'll just continue to do that i guess of picking who i want the nuggets to draft um and compare that to who they did end up drafting so uh for a little rundown on that two years ago or three so it's been three years now uh three seasons in a row this will be the fourth uh the first one was I want to say Zeke, yeah, the Zeke Naji draft. Um, I wanted them to draft at 22, at pick 22. I wanted them to take uh, Jaden McDaniels. And um, they ended up going with Zeke Naji. I was pretty mad about that pick for a while, but I'm less mad about it now just because of how good Zeke Naji has turned out to be and how different he turned out to be than what like what the ringer... Thought? Yeah, and what everybody was describing him as, which was just like a slow-footed big. But he's, it's like, no, this guy's just a big wing. Um, and then, but still, looking back on it, Jaden McDaniels was the right pick there. 
I think that's how it's, it's turned out so far for sure. Um, and then the next one was this one's definitely like the jury's still out, which is at the 26th pick, they took bones Highland. Um, while I would have taken, uh, cam Thomas who very similar players, <laughs> um, but Cam Thomas is with Brooklyn. Bones is with um, now the Clippers. But so obviously didn't end up working out too well with us. But I don't know if Cam Thomas would have worked out any better, to be honest. But so far, Cam Thomas has definitely got Bones beat in the um, uh, career high department because <laughs> he has multiple 40 pieces in his bag. Um. So, but yeah, and then last year was the first year that we actually lined up, which was interesting because so many Nuggets fans didn't like the Christian Brown pick at 21 or 20 or whatever it was. Um, a lot of Nuggets fans didn't like it, but he literally was the guy that I was like, this is, this is the guy I would draft right now because uh, AJ Griffin, who I had above him, was already off the board. Uh, somebody else I had above him was off the board also. Um, oh, yeah, uh, his own teammate from Kansas, uh, Ochai Agbaji. So, but yeah, th- that has been the the streak or the uh, results so far. Uh, and Christian Brown definitely was the right pick there for sure. Um, but yeah, this year I'll, I'll make sure to keep track of it. Um, I'll probably just do it with the first pick, I guess, because I don't know if I want to do all three. Because I apparently <laughs> I didn't do last time because we did have three picks last time because I don't remember if I made a pick on the Peyton Watson one because we picked him at 30 last year. And then we had another pick in the 50s, I want to say, which was uh, Kamagate. But, and he's probably coming over this year. We had him on a Euro stash. Um, but he sounds like might come over this season. I'm not sure yet, but he'll be like a rim protector, uh lob threat guy. So um yeah, gonna be interesting. But I'm glad that the Nuggets have made some moves to try to rebuild in the draft. Um because we know that Bruce might not be a nugget next year, um, which is a sad, sad loss. Um I was really hoping he would stay. Like for a for a while I was already like I got I came with term came with the terms or came to terms with like saying goodbye to him because I was like, you know, he's probably not going to stay cuz he'll get w- offered way more money elsewhere. But then he kept saying stuff in the championship parade and in the post game after game 5 that he was like, "Hey, let's run it back." You know. But he's just teasing us, I guess. So um yeah, we'll see what happens. It'll be uh Celtic yeah, people are saying that. I don't know how that's going to work. I don't think you guys have any more cap space than we do. But uh, yeah, I, I've heard that. It's also still up in the air. I also saw a big thing with the Marcus Smart thing is the second apron was looming. And apparently if they sign and trade Grant Williams like it is anticipated, that would keep them under the second apron if they were to go get like a, that ballpark of a free agent. Uh, they would still remain under the apron, which is important for a lot of teams to have to navigate. Yeah, I yeah, know for sure. So who did we just see get picked? Keontae George, was that who went? I believe so. 
Yeah, so he was falling. He fought not really. He didn't really fall because that was sixteenth. Um, but yeah, so Cam Whitmore, if I'm not mistaken, is still on the board. Yes, which is pretty wild. But yeah, we'll see how this turns out. There were a few surprises later in the lottery, but early on this draft really went chalk. Um, not sure if this is the best way to do this in the future <laughs> or not to record it live, but. Um, it was an interesting experiment. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how it goes, but I think we could probably wrap this up. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, please join the Patreon. Um, please join or please, uh, donate to the buy me a coffee. If you'd rather do that and you want to support the show. Buy this man a coffee. I'm just here. Give the man (laughs) the juice. And, um, Check out the shorts. I missed. This is the first day. Yesterday was the first day I missed uh, uploading a a short. Um, but I've, other than that, there's been at least one every day, and I'm going to try to keep to that one every day. Uh, so be looking at out for that. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you. Uh, stay happy, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace.